0: church. We're going to start out with a song. I want to invite you to stand as you're able. And this morning is going to be a a little bit different than usual. We're doing uh, an extended time of worship through music and through prayer. And so I just want to invite you into this journey with us. We're going to try to focus our hearts and minds on God this morning. So let's start by singing this to God.
1: You are holy, great and mighty, the moon and the stars declare who you are. I'm so unworthy, but still you love me, forever my heart will sing of how great you are. It's falling from the clouds It's falling from the clouds The strange and lovely sound You hear it in the thunder and the rain It's ringing in the skies Like cannons in the night And the music of the universe plays Singing You are home the moon and the stars declare who you are i'm so unworthy but still you love me forever my heart will sing of how great you are beautiful and free song of galaxies it's reaching far beyond the Milky Way let's join in with the sound, come on let's sing it loud as the music of the universe plays singing you are holy great and mighty the moon and the stars. Who you are, I'm so unworthy, but still you love me forever. My heart will sing of how great all glory, glory, honor, power is yours, amen. All glory, honor, power is yours, amen. All glory, honor, power is yours. The moon and the stars declare who you are I'm so unworthy but still you love me forever my heart will sing of how great you you are holy great and mighty the moon and the stars So... Oh.
0: Amen. Well, hey, you can have a seat.
2: Well, good morning. What a, what a wonderful way to uh, get started this morning. We uh, hope that you will uh, just join us in an experience this morning, not just talking about uh, some of this downpour kind of we've been in a series called downpour but we want to give in this service you space to experience God's downpour in your life we uh, over the last few weeks we've been working with a definition of revival or renewal uh, from Tim Keller and we've kind of tweaked it a little bit but it says that uh, revival is the uh, is the intensification the supernatural intensification of the ordinary work of the Holy Spirit And the ordinary work of the Holy Spirit is the convicting work of the Holy Spirit, the compelling, the drawing in work of the Holy Spirit, the sanctifying work, the the empowering, the helping us to live like God asks us to live kind of work and the assuring work. And so today we want to, over the next few minutes, to give you space to enter in and to get connected in those ways and to allow space for the Holy Spirit to do those, that ordinary work in an extraordinary way here today. And so we'll have time. For you to worship, we'll take communion together. We'll have some time where you can look within your own life and to invite the Holy Spirit to help you to see is there something, God, that, uh, that, that I need to confess, that I need to uh, 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 confess to you, and something that I need to become more like Christ? This is there some area of my life? And so we want to just invite you into this space. And I just want to encourage you not to miss the opportunity that God wants to give you to connect with him and to experience the downpour of what God wants to do. If we're just kind of thinking about what's going on next or later in the day or next week, whatever, we have the opportunity potentially to miss this. And so I just want to invite you to open up your heart and your life. Very specifically today, if you have never invited Jesus Christ to be your Savior, your Lord. Maybe, maybe you don't even quite know what that means. Maybe you, you've, you've been attending for some time. Maybe you're here the very first time and, and you're kind of thinking about faith and thinking about Christ, but you don't really know what it means to, uh, to know God or know Christ. And so today, I just want to invite you to, to, to be open, to, to open your mind as to uh, the greatness of God and what, what Christ has done. And so just be open. And a little later in the service, I want to give you a chance to step across that line of faith. And have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. One of the things that we learned early on was what it, what it does for us when we get a fresh new glimpse of God. In Acts 1, we saw that the disciples got a fresh glimpse of Jesus. They had seen that he, uh, they put him in a tomb, but they, the, but they saw that he was raised from the dead. And, and they, they recognized because he appeared to them and, and gave them many convincing proofs, Scripture says, that he was indeed alive. And so they saw him in a new light, that he is the redeemed uh, Savior. And, and then they saw, a little later, they saw him ascend back to the Father. And so again, they, they have this new, expanded kind of view of Jesus. And so we want to start out today with an expanded kind of view of Jesus, an expanded kind of view of God. In Isaiah 6, the scripture talks about that Isaiah saw God in a new way and he went into, a, had a vision of a throne room and where he saw God and he saw God sitting on the throne and the train of his robe filled that space and there were angels flying around crying, holy, holy, holy. Today we want to expand our view. God, I pray that that would be kind of the first act in this In this worship experience that we have today, that we would expand our minds as to the greatness, the holiness, the mercy, the long-suffering, the the, the grandeur, the power, the omnipotence, the omniscience, the the all-everything, God, that you are. Expand our mind as we look to you. And God, we open ourselves up, we open our hearts up for what you want to do in us today. Be with us in this service, we pray in Christ's name.
1: I shouldn't say that. sounds for you. and holy. Kings become fools for you, kingdoms to ruins for you, vapor finds ground for you, music finds sound for you, everything rising, everything rising.
0: These words from Isaiah.
3: I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy
0: Would you stand with us and sing holy, holy. sing together,
1: how great is our God. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. Oh, we'll see how great, how great. our God. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, all will see how great, how great is our God.
0: God, we thank you for who you are. And we thank you for this chance to worship you and hopefully uh, connect with you, draw closer to you, know you better. We thank you and we praise you and love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. God's people said, Amen. You can have a seat. And as you're doing that, our ushers are going to get ready to take up our tithes and offerings for the morning. This is the way we continue to worship God. Uh, with our finances, with all of our lives. And so I encourage you, if this is your church home, to give as an act of worship. If you're uh, a visitor with us, welcome. We're so glad you chose to worship with us. A great way to contribute today would just to be to find your section leader after the service. They'll be wearing a lanyard standing in the back by the little coffee cart. Uh, they'd love to introduce themselves and just tell you what we've got going on in the life of the church. So connect with them. Uh, let's pray again. God, we pause, and uh, God, we're so grateful for the blessings we have. And uh, God, some of us heard the news this morning that uh, just up in Kalamazoo, uh, some people lost their lives in a shooting. God, six people whose families are grieving an unexpected loss. And so we just lift up those families right now and everybody that's going through that situation. God, we thank you that we have a place to worship. And God, we thank you that we have a roof over our heads and live in relative peace compared to a lot of our brothers and sisters around the world. So God, help us to be grateful for what we have and help us to trust you with what we don't, what we don't have control over. It's in Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're going to move into a part of our service where we're going to be talking about confession. We're going to be asking God to look into our hearts and uh, just expose in ourselves what what we've done wrong. We uh, We've used this analogy through this series that God's spirit, God's downpour is like an electrical line, and uh, sometimes squirrels will eat away at the, the lines and cause disruption and, in the power source, and so uh, sin in our lives is something that blocks God's presence from getting to us, and so we want to do our part and ask for forgiveness, offer these things up to God that we need to get rid of in our lives. And so as you came in, you were handed a little, a little half sheet, and on it is just this prayer. It says, God, in these next few minutes, I invite you into every part of my life. I open every door, welcome you into every room, into every corner, into every closet. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart today. And so, in this uh, next little space, we want to just give you some time to reflect and pray, and then use this space at the bottom of this sheet to write down what you want to get rid of in your life, what you want to ask forgiveness for. There's a few questions there just to, again, keep you on track and uh, keep you focused. We want God to move in our lives, and uh, this is just one tool to help, help us get there. So use this time to to prayerfully write and reflect.
4: Mercy on me, O oh God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise.
0: Through this next song, just continue to reflect and write down what you want God to help you get rid of in your life. In a minute, you'll have a chance to rip that section off and nail it to a cross in the back of the room just as a physical representation of God taking our sins and paying for them on the cross.
1: Mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blood on my transgression. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion Blot out my transgressions Would you create in me A clean heart, oh God Restore in me The joy of your salvation Would you create in me A clean heart, oh God, restore in me the joy of your salvation. The sacrifices of our God are a broken and contrite heart. Against you and you alone have I sinned sacrifices of our God are a broken and contrite heart against you and you alone have I sinned would you create in me a clean heart oh God restore The joy of your salvation would you create in me a clean heart? Oh God, bestow in me the joy of your salvation. create in me a clean heart oh god restore in me the joy of your salvation would you create in me a clean heart oh god restore in me the joy of your salvation.
2: As we think, think about that song, it transi- transitions us into the next kind of act in this worship experience that we have today. As we seek to experience God's downpour, God's revival and renewal in us, communion is a way that we remember what Jesus Christ did for us. The cup represents the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for us the bread represents the body of Christ that was that was broken for us and one of the wonderful works of the spirit that we have talked about that we experience in revival and renewal in downpour is the assuring work of the spirit that assurance that we are his child that we we can stand before him and we we don't have to stand in fear but there's something that Christ has done that helps us to be assured in our faith As we think about that today, just as we prepare our hearts to take communion and to have some time of movement and another deeper experience with Christ and His downpour, it's important that we understand why we can stand before Him assured. And we don't stand before Him assured because uh, of how religious we are. We don't stand before uh, God assured because of... uh, The fact that we are, as we kind of compare ourselves to people around us, that we are, in our minds, better than them. Or we've got more going on, or we're a little holier than they are. And so we don't stand before God because, again, we're better than someone else. We don't stand before God today, assured before God today, because, because we think, well, I'm a pretty good person. So we don't stand because we're religious. We don't stand because we attend church. We don't stand because we think we're better than someone else. We don't stand because we think that we're a pretty good person. The only way today that we can stand before God with an assurance of our faith, stand before Him, is because of Jesus Christ. Because Christ, Jesus Christ, died for our sins. And as we think about what Christ did, Christ died for us. And the reason Christ died for us is because there's a penalty for sin. And God said the penalty for that our sin would be death. And so Jesus Christ, God sent him. He didn't desire that anyone would perish, but all would come to life. And so Christ came. He died for us. And so today, in this next kind of experience as we have written down some sins and as we we've thought about some, some things that we might need to confess before god we can take those and i want to encourage you in the next few moments that you can take those to the back of the room and you can nail those to a cross and be reminded of what christ did for you and then i would encourage us to to move to a time of communion where we remember what christ did for us and we remember the bread that represents his body remember the cup that represents his blood and so in this next Kind of time we would invite you into this movement. And you can sit at your seat and just allow God to continue to speak to you. Is there a conviction that needs to come? Is that work needs to happen in your life? And then you can move and nail uh, the, those things to the cross and then move to communion. The other very important thing that I would invite you to is along the sides of the room, there will be people and they'll have uh, these silver uh, name tags on and there's members of our staff and I would encourage you to if you need to pray with someone maybe there's a physical thing, maybe there's something going on in your life or whatever your need is, I would encourage if you'd like for someone to pray with you to go to the outside of those the outside uh, walls and there'll be someone there and again they'll have the name tag on, you can pray with them. If you're on uh, joining us by the camp on the campus, internet campus, you you can there's people there that will pray with you as well. And then as I said earlier, there's really something really important for you If you have never crossed that line of faith, if you would like to invite Christ into your life, I would invite you to the outside walls to talk to someone. And we would love, love, love to pray with you today. We want you to have some assurance. And so today you can come. We'd love to talk to you about what it looks like to have a personal relationship with Christ. And so if you have any doubts, any wonder, I'm not quite sure, we would love nothing more than to be able to pray with you. And so again, during this next kind of time, and we'll have some extended times of worship, just take your time. There's no rush. If you'd like to go and nail those things to a cross, if you'd like to come and take communion, if you'd like to sit at your seat for a minute and just worship and kind of think about what Christ has done for you, and this morning, if you'd like someone to pray for you, won't you come to these outside walls? God, I thank you that you are at work in this place. And God, we invite you in your spirit to walk these aisles and to go up and down. And God, that I pray that, that all of us would, as we walk out of here, be able to have some assurance in our faith. That we don't have to wonder. We don't have to, uh, to give in to the whispers that, help us, uh, that make us wonder where we stand before you, God. God, we want to know. And so, Father, today we confess our sin. If there's anything that's getting in the way of our relationship with you. And God, we take the opportunity that we have over the next few minutes to take communion. To have a time of prayer to cross that line of faith. I pray, God, that your spirit would, would just hover in this place. You would rest. You'd be poured out in this place. God, do your work. And we pray it in Christ's name. Amen. And so as we worship, why don't you move? And let's have some time as we experience the downpour of God's spirit in this place today. Are you
1: hurting and broken within? you. Know. blood of Jesus Christ. Oh. Bear your cross as you wait for the crowd. Tell the world of the treasures you found, Jesus is calling, Jesus is calling. You stood before creation, eternity in your hand. You spoke the earth into motion, my soul now to stand. You stood before my failure Carried the cross for my shame A Sin weighed upon your shoulders My soul now to stand What can I say? What can I do? do? Offer this heart, oh God, completely to you. I walk upon salvation, your spirit. To declare your promise, my soul now to stand. What can I say? What can I say? What can I do? But offer this heart, oh God, complete can I say? What can I say? What can I do but offer this heart, oh God? stand together and sing, so I'll stand. I'll stand with arms high and heart abandoned in awe of the one who gave it all. I'll stand, my soul Lord, to you surrendered all I am is yours. So I'll surrender all I am is yours one last time so I'll stand with arms high and heart abandoned in awe of the one who gave it all I'll stand my soul Lord, to you surrender all I am is yours all I and all I am is yours, and all I am is yours. soul, oh, my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh, my soul, worship Your holy name. the Lord bless the Lord oh
5: my soul oh my soul worship his holy name sing like never before oh my soul worship your holy
0: name and on that day
2: Amen. don't you to be seated? One thing that I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His temple. For in the day of trouble, He will keep me safe in His dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of His tabernacle. He will set me high upon a rock then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle will I sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. And that's what we've been doing today. We've been seeking. We've been just reminding ourselves of how awesome our God is. And we've been asking for that downpour as we've confessed and we've sought and we've remembered what christ has done there's a final thing that i want to share with you this morning i want to invite uh, tim to come up and as tim comes up uh, i just want to remind you through tim's story today that we have a god that is absolutely 100 still on the throne still in the business of doing wonderful miraculous type of things and so as tim shares and thanks tim for being willing to kind of share your share your story and kind of a the Paul Harvey moment this morning as you share uh, just be reminded that we have a God that is in the business of doing miraculous things and that's what we celebrate today.
6: That kind of dates us the rest of the story. I assume <laughs> Thank you. And then there was another. Almost a year and a
2: half ago. Hold man. that right up because oh, no, no, no. for our for our for our internet people. Okay. Can Almost handle.
6: a year and a half ago This week, I received the the results of my latest CT scan, which now shows no evidence of cancer anywhere in my body. Praise God. I also want to specifically thank you for the incredible love that Brenda and I felt by this congregation. Numerous Mm -hmm. people so faithfully praying for us. I want to publicly thank you now. You have interceded before me, before the throne of God, and he has heard and he has answered. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you. I also want to publicly thank my incredible wife, who loved me so well through this journey, selflessly giving of herself and so faithfully drawing our focus back to the cross of Christ. Thank you, Brent. As I've shared with you earlier, everything was not always so bright. After being diagnosed with stage four cancer and given a year to live at best, do know what they said, they were wrong. <laughs> we tried everything in our power to help me stay alive and fight the cancer within me. We read books on cancer. We read books on healing, books on diet. We researched all the available clinical trials. There was no rest, no peace and very, very little joy in our life at this time. I can even remember being on hold one time trying to work through all the insurance details. Um, and they put me on hold and the engineer inside of me couldn't stop but calculate the fraction of my life was being wa- that was being wasted <laughs> being on hold in that conversation. I can only describe this time in our life as very dark in a very difficult place for us. As we think about the last year and a half, Brendan and I agreed that there was a specific moment when God reminded us of his sovereignty and to trust him completely. It was then that our perspective totally changed, and we once again experienced joy and peace in our life. I wish I could even begin to adequately describe this time to you. A passage that has been very significant to us in this time, and those of you who have attended a class that Brennan and I lead, uh, probably know which one I'm going to mention, is a story of Peter walking on the water, found in Matthew 14. You're probably very familiar with it, but I'm going to read it with you now. Matthew 14, beginning at verse 27. But Jesus immediately said to them, "Take courage; it is I. Don't be afraid." Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the waves and the wind, he was afraid, beginning to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down, and those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. In this story, Peter began to sink when he took his eyes off of Christ. His focus shifted off of Christ onto the storm. It was at that moment that the storm began to consume him. Our story is no different. God called us to take our eyes off the wind and the storm of cancer and focus more on him. He was calling me to lay my life down and simply trust it into his hands. He was teaching us that my burden, or teaching me that my burden was less about being healed and more about being held. Only then could we focus on living the time we currently have, trusting in a perspective of eternity and his perfect will for us in his life, He was calling us to trust him for he alone is enough. The feeling of joy was back in our lives. This last year has been incredible as God has taught us so much about himself. Brenda and I were spending some time walking in the woods the other day after we got the good news. And we easily spent over 15 minutes just listing the incredible things that we have learned on this journey. We wouldn't trade it for anything we had truly experienced a downpour of the Spirit in our lives. So now what? Now what? I'll bet my wife will vouch for me here, and those of you that know me, I've said the words, I don't have cancer. (laughs) Probably hundreds of times since Wednesday. And please don't let what, what I'm about to say downplay this incredible gift that God has given in my healing. I'm still numb and just totally numb, thinking about it. By the way, did I tell you I don't have cancer? (laughs) (laughs) But here's what I didn't expect in this news. A sense of guilt. This emotion is very, very real to me right now. Thomas, my marine son-in-law, who survived two tours of heavy duty in Iraq, calls it survivor's guilt. It was painfully obvious when I spoke to him on the phone that he was all too familiar with this emotion. I guess this feeling is strong in me right now because about six weeks ago, a friend of mine in the Cancer ward also got news that his CT scan was perfectly clear. We celebrated. We were ecstatic for him. But he was given something I desperately desired, and I was not so sure I'd ever receive. There was jealousy there. With this, and knowing that, I must assume that some of you are in the same place this very minute as I share with you the complete healing that God has given me. God has blessed me with complete healing, and if it ca- this causes you pain, I can only say, I am truly sorry. I don't know why God chose to heal me, but I tell you, he is a sovereign God. And the sovereignty extended well before a cancer free diagnosis. Mm. Sorry. The realization of the sovereignty of God changed our lives, it is, has absolutely changed our lives. Trust him. Maybe, just maybe, he healed me for this very moment. Maybe that someone out there right now needs to hear what I'm saying. I don't begin to know what any of you are going through right now. I don't have a formula that will remove your pain. But with complete confidence, I can tell you that God is enough. Ask for more of him and for more of his spirit poured out on you in whatever you're facing. That is a promise, that is a prayer I promise, that he will answer. He will always give more of himself. Then, and only then, in him you will find rest. Rest in the one who desires more than anything than to just simply hold you. In his arms you'll find a reality and even joy that goes beyond this life and the burden that you're currently carrying. Maybe he is telling you right now, this very moment, that you've been carrying it long enough and it's time to lay it down at his feet and simply let him hold you. He is enough.
2: Amen. I want to invite you to stand this morning there's a final kind of opportunity that you have to connect with God today and I don't know what in Tim's story resonated with you today where you are on that spectrum and what's going on and what's going on in your families and the people you love or your own life or what's happening but I hope you caught what what he said as as they had learned to not just seek the healing but that that Christ would hold them And I would invite you into that place today. That we have an absolute sovereign God. And I don't understand and we want this side of eternity why. He heals at some points and doesn't at others. And we don't know any of that. But what we can know today is that he loves you. He cares about you. And if you will seek him, he will hold you today. So as you have this final opportunity as we worship. I would invite you into a space of allowing our wonderful Heavenly Father to hold you today as we worship.
0: He is jealous for me. He is
1: jealous for me. His love's like a hurricane, and I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us all! So. Oh, how he loves us how he loves us so. He is jealous for me. Let's sing this together. He is jealous for me love's like a hurricane and i am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy when all of a sudden i am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me And oh how he loves us so Oh how he loves us How He loves us all. Sing it church I don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about the way. Oh, how He loves us. All. Oh, how He loves us. How He loves us so
2: that uh, you will allow that intensification of the work of the Holy Spirit, and just like that song uh, talked about, that you'll allow the assurance of where you stand uh, before God, and you stand assured because of who Jesus is, because of the faith that you have in the person of Jesus Christ. And if you'd like today to talk more about that, you're a little unsure, find somebody that has a a staff uh, badge on, it's kind of a silver thing, they'd love to talk to you, I'll hang out up here in front. Uh, there's somebody online if you'd like to talk to somebody about that We would love to talk to you about what it looks like to have that personal relationship with jesus christ If you'd like some some deeper assurance you're not quite sure Please talk to somebody before you go today as you leave just a couple things on wednesday nights in the other end of the building At six o'clock. There's an opportunity for you to continue to seek and continue this down we have a time of prayer in a time of worship and invite you to come to that and if uh you, you could come if you would like to know about more about different classes that go on or just come and leave or whatever you want to do we invite you to to come for be a part of that next weekend we start a new series called satisfied which uh, is a series finding contentment in a world in, of consumerism and we know that that's an issue that we all struggle with and so uh, invite you to come back bring somebody uh, with you uh, it's been a great experience. One final little thing, uh, and I'm going to take some liberty. Um, uh, we, a way to uh, serve our community has been in, this, in the Senior PGA Tournament. Uh, we've sponsored a whole the last couple times it's been here. And we're about 10 or 12 people short. Uh, if you'd like more, to know more about that, there'll be somebody out at the Info Hub today. We'd love to talk to you about that, a way to serve our community. Well, it's been awesome. Amen. It's been a great experience. Thank you for being with us. If you'd like to talk more about what it looks like uh, to, to, uh, to have a relationship with Christ, that assurance, uh, we'll be around. Lord bless you as you go today. Go be the church.